So he doesn't change into everyone. He just no, changes he the does. He can't. He, game. I, oh, I'm okay. gonna spoil it for you now. He does. He changes into Raiden. My, I'm guessing what? it's gonna be a an ability you can equip. You can either have the the MK Ninja, um, whatever, or you can have like he has the the uh, steal your soul thing, whatever. Mom, that's what I'm oh. guessing. So you have the option. I like that idea though of him just changing into like having one move from different characters. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's basically like uh, like a very very simplified version of Triborg, but like a sorcerer version. It's pretty badass. Oops. I've painted all of my fingers and I forgot. Well, do you want to wash that off now, or? Uh, I'm. I mean, I'm currently watching it. It's almost over. I think. I think you meant the paint on your nails. Oh, wash. Yes, wash. Ah, oh. this fatality is <laughs> pretty great. Yeah, it is. Isn't it? That's a callback to MK2. Really? Yeah, because in MK2, um, one of his fatalities is that he can uh, transform into Kentaro, and he just beat and just knocks you out. So that, that's def- oh. that's that's a fucking callback if I know anything. That's cool. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, it's Gore. I'm like, no, it's Kentaro. It's Kentaro. Oh, also, it doesn't even like show them. It just has a cool little title screen for him. It's Kentaro, yeah. man. That's lame. What? They're coming next? I don't think there's any artwork released. No. Yeah. I can't. I'm going to main spawn so fucking hard. I got to look up the leak. I could have swore there was more than six characters in it. They could surprise us. Because I, I think I know who the other two guests are. But there were, like I said, there was more. I, I remember a few others than just yeah. those. Maybe those were fake. Because I think there was more Mortal Kombat characters, too. Uh, I don't know, but I one of them I'm hyped for, the other one I'm like, I don't care. But Spawn's here, so. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, nine. Okay. Like I, I, said, I'm not saying, I, I was just counting, I wasn't saying names or anything. Right, right, right. But those four are there. Like, four of the ones in the leak are there. So that's all I know. <laughs> Maybe that's like Fighter Pack 1, you know, and then there'll be more, but that'd be 6 and 3. That's kind of uneven. We'll see. I'm pretty sure we'll hear... Maybe we'll hear something at Evo. Yeah. There's definitely two guest characters I would prefer over what's on this list. One of them I don't mind. One of them is like, okay, you... you well, I can see you okay. here. We're not recording. I mean, we're not live yet. I like, think we, we are live. Party. Are we? Yes, we are. Why? Yeah, that's he sent the tweet out. I saw it, so that's why I wasn't saying anything. Oh, then never mind. We'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah. What? Well, one of them belongs. The other one, I'm like, no. I mean, sure, why not? I guess. Yeah, probably. But who knows? Anyway, it could be. It could be a ruse. Uh, uh, and a and a, a ruse bush. Mm-hmm. I mean, that dude is known to troll. <clears throat> Sorry, um, we can podcast now. I just yeah, want Ash Ketchum to be in there. <laughs> It'll never happen. <laughs> he uses like like evil Pokemon, you know. You like what I do? Charizard bites your head off. Yeah. The fatality would be Mewtwo coming in, like psychically ripping you apart. Hey, there's some brutal stuff in Detective Pikachu. I I wouldn't know because I didn't see. I want to. I'm letting you know. I know. I, I heard it's pretty dark for what it is. Yeah, for a kids movie. But let's let's do this because my calf is killing me. Mein Kampf? 
My, so yeah. You should probably sit down then. I am sitting down. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Let's, <clears throat> let's My adult cow is also a hassle. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Trash Shot Gamescast. Each and every friends gather around talking about the games that they're playing and the things going on in their lives today. I have with me Justin. No one appreciates my jokes. That's true. And Ben. Rude. I am Spawn. No, you're not. You're Ben. No, I'm Al Simmons, and I've come back for dead, to, and I'm a limited time. Nobody remembers Spawn, but you they will. His name is Al Simmons. Yeah, his name is Al Simmons. What you a nerd. Know more about Spawn than a, He was else. an African-American Marine who was, un, uh, uh, who was killed uh, uh, unfavorably, and now well, he's back to wreak vengeance. He sounds Spawn. like a nerd. No, he's not. He's a badass. Hi, my name is Al Simmons, and I'm here for your soul. <laughs> Today we're going to do a workout session. <laughs> <laughs> now work those calves, Ben. <laughs> work those calves. Oh, that's great. Um, so yeah, Justin, what have mm-hmm. you been up to this past week? Uh, not too much. Um, since the last show, I had a you know, well, I was in a five day weekend, I guess technically. Um, so over the weekend, I kind of just like was working on house stuff. Um, I put up a, a some new front doors, which is super exciting. Um, they were kind of a hassle, but I got it done and they fit perfectly and it makes me really happy. Uh, and I lost at mini golf with my family, which is super upsetting because I never lose. <laughs> like I was last place. Wow. <laughs> what was your score? Were you like plus 20 or something? Uh, well, it's mini golf. It's not pluses. Oh. It is, isn't well, it? I mean, we don't look at the pluses. We just look at oh. each other's scores because okay. we're never under par. Come on. Actually, I don't know. Um, Brooke did the counting, and she didn't look at the pars. She just said the totals. Oh. But, yeah, her and my mom were tied for first, which is even weirder. Uh, because they're usually the worst. Um, and then, yeah, I was last, which is really upsetting. But I blame it on this, this like, it's kind of a weird course. This is technically a game. Mini golf is a game, so I can talk about it. Um, this is, like... This is kind of a harder course, and also on a lot of holes it has both like a just a normal white hole, you know, that's like just whatever score you get, and then there's a red hole, which is usually a little easier place, but it's a plus one penalty, and so like you know you might hit it somewhere where it's like okay, it's not feasible to get over the white hole. I'm just gonna hit it into the red hole, take the plus one. It would have taken me more strokes to get to the white hole, so I kind of just kept doing that. And it really adds up over time. <laughs> if I hadn't done that, I probably would have been first. But I also, like, I was having terrible shots, so it's, you know, it's whatever. But yeah, you don't really think about it because you're just like, oh, I got it in and this many, you know, amounts of time hitting the ball. But it's a plus one stroke every time, so it sucks. Um, but yeah, that ruined my day. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy, we. I haven't played mini golf since, like, last Memorial Day when we, because we do it every year. Um, so I'm just rusty, but, uh, let's see the rest of the week. Um, I played some more of the Ocarina of Time randomizer, but I got really annoyed. Um, I was playing it Tuesday night while watching VG dad stream it, uh, because him and magic Zenith are both doing runs of it recently. And so they kind of made me want to play it too. Um, I was having terrible luck. I told you guys about that, but it started to turn around. Like I got the boomerang. I got the megaton hammer. Uh, I got the like the the first like power upgrade like the the silver gauntlets or whatever it's called, um, 
a bunch of cool stuff, but like I had pieces of everything I needed to get into dungeons. So like I had the iron boots, but I didn't have the Zoro's tunic. Um, I had the Megaton hammer, but I didn't have the fire tunic. So I couldn't actually do any of the, you know, the death mountain stuff, uh, things like that. And I had the boomerang, but I couldn't get past King Zora as a kid for some reason. I don't actually know what you need to do that. You need you need the note that says that oh, um, yeah. that Rudo's in inside Jabba Jabba's belly. That's what you that's need. right. Okay. Good luck finding that. <laughs> right. Uh, so I, just, I basically had to keep jumping back and forth because I found out. I don't remember if I said this last week, but I found out that all you need to become an adult is a song of time. You don't actually need the ocarina or the pendants or anything like that. Um. So I ran around for a long time thinking I was stuck. And then on a whim, I just went to the Temple of Time to see. And I played the song and it let me in. When you go, when you become an adult, you automatically get a sword because you have the Master Sword. So you don't have to find that in the wild. So I could get so much more time as an adult because I actually had a sword I could run around with. Um, but yeah, I couldn't get into any of the dungeons. It was kind of funny because the only dungeon I could actually complete was the, uh, the second kid dungeon in the, you know, in Death Mountain. But I did it as an adult. That's weird. <laughs> you can actually fully complete that dungeon as an adult. Like, you can do the boss, you get a pendant, you get a heart piece, everything. There's no, like, crawl walkways? Up for, well, I guess it doesn't no. matter. Huh. No, and it's also the only one you can access as an adult. Because uh, you right, can't right, create right, a Jabu right. as, as an adult or anything like that. Yeah, that thing died. <laughs> it's a really weird thing to think about. Like, you can actually do that entire dungeon, like, in the regular game. It would already be done, but you can go in there. I think can... there, I think in the regular game, there's like sculptures in there that you can come back for. Yeah, there, there was, but I didn't have anything to to get them with because I don't have the hookshot. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. Um, that was probably my the highlight of my whole run. But um, the only thing that's weird is like when you beat the boss and you know it teleports you out of the dungeon, it drops you like at the entrance of uh, Death Mountain, like you know coming up from Kakariko. Because it doesn't know where to spawn you, because there's no cutscene or anything. Um, but yeah, basically, I, I had to quit because uh, I was trying to find the few things that I could still get, like go into the sacred grove and get a few of those, you know, grotto uh, treasures and a few things like that. And I went into the lost woods to go to the sacred grove, and I went through that like that door, and the game crashed. It said it couldn't load the assets. So, like, my emulator apparently can't load the Sacred Grove. Um, wow. So, I would, like, there's no way I can complete it, because surely there's important stuff there. Like, I wouldn't be able to do the entire Forest Temple, even if I could get to it. Uh, you know, I don't have the hookshot, so I can't yet. I don't have Sorry, a song either. But it won't load. So I was like, well, guess I'm done. Like, at least I found out now, and it wasn't, like, the last place I needed to go. But still... That was kind of a bummer, because I spent, like, hours on this randomizer. I was actually making some good progress, and nope. I would have to basically start a new emulator, which means starting over the game. I don't want to do that unless I start, a, like, a new seed, and that's not really worth it. Um, yeah, I guarantee you Rudo's letter was probably in the sacred grove. Probably. <sighs> so, yeah. Not my run ended, but I, I did pretty well. Um, although it was kind of nice watching VG Dad play it while I was playing it because he was finding some grottos and things that I didn't know about. Like apparently, you get there's a few hidden grottos that like you play the Song of Storms and they open up. Yep, just a hole opens up the ground. I had no idea. So there's things like that that I could have gotten, but I didn't see the point in going back when there's literally a part of the game I can't beat. Um. So aside from that, the only thing I did was I started streaming. I said last week I was going to. 
And uh, last night, Thursday, um, I jumped into some Mario RPG. Um, I kind of cheated a little bit. Like, actually, it, it moved really quickly. Um, I got through, like, the first two stars. Uh, nice. Seven. And, like, a not even two-hour stream, which is pretty good. Um, but I cheated a little bit because I the beginning of the game is so slow. So I played off-screen until uh, Mushroom Kingdom. Um, like, you know, you first go to Mushroom Kingdom and, like, meet Mallow and stuff. Yeah, uh, where the good stuff starts happening. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, the whole beginning part where you're just uh, going through Bowser's keep and, like, have that stupid... The tutorial uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's, it's... And then and and, Yeah, exactly. So I was just like, whatever, I'll do all this stuff, and then I can start the game there, and it'll help it flow a lot easier on stream. Um, there was still a few lulls. Like, the... Uh, the, like, chasing down Croco is kind of slow. Um... The Mac boss battle? I didn't realize how long that thing takes. That guy is, like, he takes forever. Really anything with early Mallow takes forever, because he he does no damage, so you're basically one person. Um, But I'm excited for the next time, because I got Gino, and I love him. And the next part of the game is my favorite, as I've said in my, my Mario Worlds video. Um, I love, like, from Moleville all the way through, like, Marymore. So um, I'm excited to get to that. Um... But I, I was a little embarrassed. I think I had the same problem the last time I did my test stream. Um, I started up all of it, and I was just kind of checking, uh, like getting everything ready. And I started playing, and I noticed I could hear an echo. And I was like, I thought I fixed this last time. Like, why am I getting an echo? Because like Streamlabs had updated before I started. So I thought my settings were off or something like that. So I was going through, messing with everything. Um, Ike, our, you know, a friend of the show that's in the chat sometimes, um, was in there with me and he was trying to help me troubleshoot. I couldn't figure it out. I spent like 10 minutes going through all my settings and everything. Cause I don't really know Streamlabs that well. And finally I was like, okay, I'm going to end the stream, you know, try to like reset stuff and come back in. So I ended the stream and did another voice test and it was like, it was gone. I was like, okay, apparently whatever I did fixed it. So I went back live again. It came back. I thought about it for a second. Um, I had Streamlabs up on one monitor and then the game up on another. Um, so I minimized Streamlabs, and I had my Twitch channel up in the background. Uh, audio. Yeah. <laughs> that whole time. And I think I had that same problem the last time when I was testing with Borderlands. Womp womp. Because um, I'm, I'm so used to, like, Streamlabs makes it so easy because you have everything you need right there. Like, you can see the chat. You can see all of your your stats. You know, all of it. It's not just a recorder. Um, so I got so used to, like, having the chat up on on the actual Twitch channel and just pausing it when it goes live and then having, like, OBS or whatever up. Then I don't need to have it up anymore. I just still pull it up out of habit, and because I don't need it, I forgot to pause it. So, <laughs> yeah, that was kind of embarrassing. Um, but once we got past that, it was a really smooth stream, and I had a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, I'm glad people came and hung out with me, because you never know that first time back, you know, um, new night, like, <clears throat> you know, unfamiliar time. Like, you got to kind of figure out who's going to come at that time. Um, so it was nice to have some people hang out with me. But you, you need to remod me. I did. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I added, I added that quote and remodded you. Okay. Um, Thomas thought he'd, he would have a fun joke because I don't like SpongeBob, and he threw his mod ship on the ground and unmodded himself. <laughs> <laughs> like he was very dedicated to the bit, and I respect that. But yes. I wasn't going to stop and remod him at that time. <laughs> but yeah. It was fun. I don't know yet if I'll like you know do anything with the streams or anything because I think it's kind of tacky when people like 
just take their streams and put them on YouTube. Like, I would take highlights or something, but... I feel called out. Well, no. <laughs> what I mean is, like, there's people that literally just, like, export the 15-minute clips or whatever it does from Twitch, and, like, that's all they put on YouTube. Um, if you actually, uh, like, also record and, like, you know, put them I just export on the YouTube whole thing. separately, like, that's one thing. But, like, in the past, I've done that where I actually, like, you know, cut some stuff together. Like, my uh, my link, Link's, yeah, Link's Awakening streams. I kind of did that, and I cut out some of the lulls. I sped some stuff up. Like, I actually did some editing work to it, added kind of a, you know, an intro and outro stuff, um, and put those out as, like, an LP, because I was really proud of that series. Don't this is something worry, I, could, I could do that with, but I haven't decided yet. Don't worry, Ben. I'm on your side. <laughs> yeah, just here, here it's on there, although I didn't do it with any of my when I streamed back earlier in the year. I just forgot, and I'm like, well, they're gone now. Rip. And part of it is all what you're planning. Like, some people have a channel that's just, you know, like, here's my, my uh, stream archive. Yeah, the... the that's not my channel. Yeah. So, like, I would feel tacky just putting up unpolished, you know, here's just the stream on there, because that's not my content. That's what I mean. Not for you. But... Is that everything? That's pretty much it, I think. Uh, have I taken my 20-minute quota? Almost. Nearly. Actually, actually short this time. That's that's the joke now, so I have to stick with it. <laughs> uh, ben, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been pretty busy. Um, I beat the original Castlevania. Um, yeah. Uh, with save states because I'm, um, you know, fuck y'all. Because uh, I do not have that kind of patience. And I gotta say, like, I was super intimidated by this game for the longest time. Uh, just because I heard how hard it was, and I've seen Let's Plays on it, and how frustrating it can be. And and there were frustrating moments, uh, but it was it never got to the point where, like, I wanted to throw the controller. I only, I had that, I'm like, if I could just get this at this point, I'm good. Um, uh, it's overall a fun game. It's uh, It was a little weird, but uh, I, I complained about the jumping mechanic last time where on the Switch, because uh, I played this in, off, off the Castlevania Anniversary Collection off, off the Nintendo Switch. Is that available everywhere, or is that just Switch? Um... But either way, I think it's uh, there. Okay, that's good. Uh, so on the on the switch, the B button is the whip, and then you can use either A or Y. I'm not looking at my my D pad, so I can tell the left or right buttons above the B button. Uh, those are those are your jump moves, and it just it was awkward. So then I started doing well. I can jump with the A button, and and then that once I started doing that and get normal with that, like okay, it's like I'm playing Kirby, and then it it became just normal for me. Uh, but it's actually shorter than I thought it was. Like it's super short. I uh, I booted it up on my way to work because uh, when I I'm uh, this is the game I'm playing, but I don't want to play it on the way to work because it's a super long RPG, and like I don't really want to get invested in that right now. Um, so I was like, well, let's just boot up Castlevania. Let's just give it a shot. And like I beat, I played it. Uh, got midway through. Got got like to the end of the stage two. Played it more at my during lunch my lunch break. And I got to death, and I beat death. And death is the biggest bitch in this game, because uh, like most of the bosses in this game are easy. Like you can pretty much nuke them. They have simple strategies. Like you can take out Frankenstein's monster with the holy water like nothing. He's a joke. Um, if you have it, thankfully I watched LPs and killed the strats. Um, yeah, but death can... has like, like he's super. His hitbox is super big, and he has these like mini sides that float around that don't seem to have a pattern and because you're slow ass Simon Belmont, you're not you're gonna get hit. Um so 
that fight took me a couple times, but thankfully, save states, and uh, I was able to push through and beat it. Uh, Dracula's Castle, the final stage, uh, was the biggest pain in the butt. Because um, you got bats, you got Medusa heads, mini, the, uh, the, uh, the clock tower, or the, yeah, I guess it's the clock tower, wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it would be, but it was still annoying because there's Fleeman everywhere, and they like to, like, defy physics and defy the, what's considered a platform in the game by climbing everywhere. I'm like, oh my god. Uh, but thankfully, uh, once you get to, like, the stairs leading into Dracula's throne room, you're good. Even if you get a game over, you start there. And uh, here's a little strat for anybody playing this for the first time. So, say you manage to get through Dracula's castle, uh, the final the final segment of that stage, and Dracula kills you. And you have zero hearts, and you don't have a, your whips down to level one. Uh, what you can do is, uh, and there's candles leading up to it. You can whip the candles, you can get the hearts. What you can actually do is you can le- take the stairs back down to the base of that stage, take the stairs back up, the candles respawn, so you can easily... I wouldn't even call it grind, but like you can farm like hearts real quick because uh, you're going to need the holy water for uh, the final form. And Dracula's final form gave me a little bit of trouble, but once, but uh, once I figured out, oh, okay, this is this is when I'm supposed to attack. Don't jump too early, uh, and then I did it. And you know, for an NES game, it's pretty good. Like atmosphere, it does a great job of creating this kind of spooky atmosphere for how limited the technology was. Uh, and I love the music too, outside of just Vampire Killer. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm glad I can finally say I beat Castlevania one. Like that's that's a notch on my gamer belt. Gamers rise up. Anyways, um, it's kind of cool. Like that you know, modern Castlevania games actually still have a lot in common with that first game because a lot of things. Like obviously, you know, there's there's callbacks and things like that, but they evolve so much that they don't feel like the original anymore. Um, except in weird cases like Breath of the Wild, that kind of harkens back to the original Zelda. But you know, that's that's the edge cases. But if you think about modern Castlevanias, the final boss is still the devil. There's always a clock tower. A lot of the same enemies, like Medusa heads and flea men and all that, like yeah. they're still there. They're just you know. The only thing that really changes is the castle, and they use that the castle is a creature of chaos, so that's why it changes. But every outside, every, every outside and of the that, gameplay style, like it's more. Yeah. Most of them, at least now, are more. But it still feels like Castlevania, but yeah. Like, that's like I've played both the the new era and now the the old school era, so it's like you know. It's nice that they still feel part of the same series. Castlevania uh, arguably hasn't evolved as much as it probably could have, but it's like it's tightened what was already a really good gameplay formula. Yeah, and turned it into a better genre. Yeah, if only Konami would do like a Sonic Mania of because like they've done a a shit ton of Metroidvania Castlevania. There's a lot more Metroidvanias than there are classic Castlevania games at this point. And I kind of I know it's not going to happen, but I would love it if Konami got off their asses and got somebody to, like, make a Sonic Mania-esque for classic Castlevania fans. Like, no no exploration, maybe alternate pathways, but just, like, 2D side-scrolling, or 2.5D probably, you know, where you whoop Dracula's ass with a different Belmont. That's it. You know, classic music, maybe different takes on stages. I don't know, stuff like that. It'd be fun, but I doubt they'll ever do it. That's why Bloodstain's a thing. Um, but uh, outside of that, I played Smash Brothers again. Uh, because there was a new patch, and they buffed Ken. They buffed Ken. His SRK is better, and uh, I only have one story to tell. I play. I only played last night at the time of this recording, uh, that Thursday, and um, I fought a Donkey Kong. My first match. Uh, well, I was up two zero in, in our little set. I only do best of threes, and after that third match, whether I win or lose, I'm out. And so on the third set, he gets a two stock lead. Uh, we get it down to one and one, and he has like. 
I'm at like 80% health, 90% health or something like that, and DK fucking hurts, and he's at zero, and I somehow, I don't know how I did it, I think it's just I know how to stay back, and I kept like just trying to bait him to come in and get damage that way and grab them when he was open. And I met, and at, at near the end of the match, we were both, he was like at 165, I was at 147. He tries to do his up B, and I ran and I did a Shoryuken, and then whoosh, that awesome sound effect. And, and I was like, yes, Ken is Ken is good. Ken is great. They also buff for you, too. Uh, but I, I just love that they finally buffed Ken's Shoryuken. I love it so much. Um, yeah, so that, and outside of that, um, I played. Uh, I finally played more Tales of Vesperia, and I'm officially in the end game. Uh, and I now I could say it was because we had the the, uh, the tropical. Let's all gather on this one site and talk to each other one final time before we go to the final battle. And it was nice because uh, it just reassured to me, like, because because this game is absurdly long. Like even for RPG standpoints, it was just it's absurd. I'm like. Oh my god, we're still going. Oh my god, we're still asking because like the biggest fault of the story, like it asks the same questions multiple times, like multiple, and it kind of gets great after a while. But I think the this cutscene where basically these characters, these specific characters, like branch off, like Yuri um, goes with uh, Flynn, his friend, and um, the pirate girl, she talks to somebody I can't remember, or um, Rita, the the sorcerer, she talks with the the the, the dragoon of the game. I can't remember her name right now, Judith. And, like, they kind of have, like, a heart-to-heart moment. And, like, and it, it feels something because, like, you've been with them. You you saw the little the little mini moments. And it's just like, man, this is it. We're, we're doing this. We're going to go defeat this gigantic thing that's literally invading our universe. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Let's go save the world. Um, and uh, I finally got to hear, like, there's one specific track that, that was in Project Crossroad 2 and 1 that was from Tales of Vesperia that made me want to play it. And I was like, well, where's that track? It's like nowhere. And it, it's in this, uh, it's actually in the story fight between Flynn and, um, and Yuri. And it's like, there it is. And it never, I don't think it's ever going to play again. I'm like, God damn it. Why? Why did you make that sound so good when you're only going to use it in that one fucking segment? Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know if this made me like a Tales fan, like where I'm going to go buy the other games. I don't, I think it kind of turned me off more than anything else, just because of like how, immense it is it's just how like i don't know if the other tales of games are like where they constantly ask you the same question over and over again in different scenarios with different bosses because uh, i felt like at some points the story lost focus or didn't have any focus at all but i didn't care because i was with these characters um and truth be told um the the funniest gag throughout this whole thing is just this uh there's this little boy this, this little boy named carol and he's uh there's this rita and they kind of have like an antagonist relationship or like a big bro- big sister little brother relationship and um one of the things she loves to do that's established early on, it's like he'll say something stupid and smack, just smack the shit out of him for no reason. Or, and it's just like, it never makes me not laugh. Like, it's, I have each and every time she slapped the shit out of him or smacked the shit out of him recorded because it's always fucking funny to me. Uh, but I'm probably going to beat it sometime next week because uh, I want to get it done before I dive in, back into Xenoblade Chronicles 2, the, the golden, the torn of the golden country because I'm, I'm hungering for that, or Final Fantasy VII, whichever one, uh, whichever one I want to play. Um, I'm kind of tempted to replay Final Fantasy VII again too. Yeah, it, it, dude, that fucking trailer, dude. I know, that fucking trailer, man. It's just like <laughs> uh, I don't want to play the remake. I just want to play Final Fantasy VII again. Yeah, exactly, and I can play it on my Switch because t- God bless you, Square Enix. Uh, and the final game I played, uh, which surprisingly was Golf Story. Um, 
I'm sad to say that it's not as hooking me as much as like a lot of people did. I know it was like a lot of people's favorite indie darling. I don't consider it a bad game by any means. I actually consider it very good, but I can't play that game for more than like a session, like a, an hour or two. I get bored of it very quickly. And a lot of it is oh, because, so. yeah, I mean, like that part's actually fun. Like when, so the part, like I wish this wasn't an RPG. Like that's my that's my biggest complaint is that when it has you do busy work, where like you're like, well, hit the golf balls and you know hit the hit the golf balls on at this particular thing or hit do this particular golf ball challenge. I'm like that stuff's boring. Where the game excels at to me is when you're like with like when it's using its quirky written dialogue with the. Not eccentric characters, but they're slightly off kilter. Um, they're just a little more cartoony than you expect of a normal human, and like that stuff's fun. And then like when you're golfing against like a rival, it's first time holes. That stuff's really fun, um, you know. And especially in different exotic locations, and uh, like that stuff's all fun. And I just got to the point where I did the uh, Well Grove Open, which is like sort of like the first tournament you play. I think you play three based on the file select. Because um, your main character's goal is to get to the Pro Tour, and uh, and and I first I played it for I did it once and I was plus one, um, or and that was tied for first. I'm thinking, okay, maybe I'll get it. Nope, too bad. You got to do it all over again. So next, uh, I did it again. I was five under, like I killed everybody, and I'm thinking, oh my god, the game's. I hope the game acknowledges that I was five fucking under compared to everybody else. Nope. I mean, it's for comedic effect because, like, basically, like the 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 news cat, the the sportscasters are like just ignore you. They talk to your ex wife before they talk to you, and they talk to second and first place where they like you clearly cheated, but they don't acknowledge it. Like, it, it's comical. Um, but I'm like, and, but part of me is like, I was five under par. Like, <laughs> acknowledge that. Like, come on, man. Um. Like, like that part is it, it, that part is good. Like the game is solid, the music is great, but man, I don't. I'm I'm probably just gonna do story stuff. I'm probably not gonna do like any other side quests because it just it just bores me when I'm just doing that golf stuff versus like when I'm competing against somebody. Maybe that's just my inner competition to me. But like I don't think it's as good as a lot of people said it was. Uh, but I still really enjoy it, and I'm pushing my way through. Like. You know, on my way to work. Okay, I'll do this real quick because I can. I can do a whole nine whole thing in thirty minutes. But I was five under par. <laughs> acknowledge my fucking triumph, damn it! Um, acknowledge yeah. me. Acknowledge me. Don't acknowledge my ex wife. Oh, there's a great comedic moment where like you get like two hundred thousand dollars for winning, right? And then your ex wife takes half. I'm like, oh shit! And then the owner of the country club takes a ten like. 30% or something. Oh, no. Then the coach takes 10%. And then this other coach who you helped takes $50. And I was like, God damn, did I get anything? But it was funny. Like, that's that's the strength of this game. Like, it's well written, like, and the actual golf mechanics are, are pretty sound. It's just... don't make, I don't want to do busy work in this game. I just don't want to do it. It's boring. But that's enough for me. I've talked too much. Alright. Um... I haven't been playing a whole lot. Uh, I went to go see Aladdin over the weekend, and that ended up not being as bad as everyone was telling me it was. It's been getting good reviews. Uh, yeah. Godzilla. Um, <laughs> poor Ben. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy Godzilla. Oh, I will. You'll know it. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, uh, Will Smith only sings two songs, which is good because he's not that great at doing like big numbers. Mm-hmm. He's better at rapping, uh, which even then I'm not a fan of. Uh, <laughs> um, That's Wild West theme song. Yeah, I like those songs ironically because I'm a hipster. Wild West, the Wild Wild West theme song is very good. Yeah, well, I li- I like it ironically. <laughs> um, and Black theme is still better. No, those are yes, no, it is, it's not actually. Yes, it is. It's, it's no. a great song. I will not, will not have you besmirch my childhood. No, I need to. We're gonna make a poll of this. All right, fine. keep talking. <laughs> yes, make your poll. Um, but yeah, like I enjoyed it. Uh, the the two leads, um, Princess Jasmine and uh, Aladdin, were uh, pretty good in theirs. Um, the <laughs> whole new world song was really good. Uh, yeah, so like. Check it out if it's a good date movie for sure. Um, but that's pretty much it. Like I haven't been playing a whole lot. I played some Final Fantasy Nine uh, on the bus back and forth. Don't really have a whole lot to say on it right now. Like nothing major has happened that I'm interested in talking about. Um, and then uh, I tried like I bounced around on a few things. Like I was just trying stuff out. Like I finally bought um, Funko Unplugged. Uh, played that a little bit. It's it's a platformer. <laughs> um, I like how fast it is. It's it, you can tell it's like still fairly rough, but it's enjoy like it's actually got good tight controls, which I, which is good. It's their first game. I mean, it's not going to be perfect. Yeah, yeah. So, I think they did a very good job, though. For sure. And uh, yeah, so I moved that. I played a little bit of that. Uh, played some Singularity. That's that's still Singularity. Uh, <laughs> I think I talked about that way back. Um, yeah, not a whole lot. I've uh, just been playing some... Of course, I, I had to get my uh, my Destiny fix in. Uh, the new season is coming up next week, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, started hoarding some powerful bounties so I can power level my, my way up. Uh, my clan is getting a, a, a raid group together for the first day, so I'm, I might join that. We'll see. Um, if I do end up joining them, I'll, I'll stream that out. That'll be fun. Right. Um, so yeah, um, so what we're going to do here is we're going to talk, um, talk about some of the news that's not really related to E3 stuff that that's like come out before then, and then we'll jump into the E3 bath. Um, so let me, so since I started already talking about Destiny, I'll just briefly go over the new season of Opulence. And so with the new season of Opulence, we'll have, uh, a new... Uh, game mode. It's a six-player uh, matchmake mode, um, and what you need in the whole gameplay loop of this is that you go into the mode and you load up your chalice with three different runes, and you can make your uh, items that way. So once you complete it, you get your item, and so you basically can make your own weapons. Like you don't have to rely on RNG anymore. You can just make it. You can find the right formula, make it yourself. And then uh, go do the activity. So that's really fun. That's pretty cool. Um, looking forward to that. Um, there's also some really cool stuff with the lore, like Lumina quests. People are speculating that's Rose. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You'll hear more about it later on uh, when I finally get a chance to play it. And there's going to be a new uh, update for what comes next for Destiny, I believe, June 6th. So, like, next week. Um, yeah. 
Um, you guys want to talk about your Mortal Kombat? Sure, Ben. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. So, um, sorry. I was trying. I'm not tweeting. No, I'm not tweeting at all. <laughs> um, um, yeah. I made the poll already. Yeah, I know. But anyways, um, <laughs> so yeah, Mortal Kombat 11, they just dropped a trailer for Shang Tsung, uh, as played by Terry Degawa, and oh my god. Uh, guys, if you were listening, uh, right before the stream started, because I watched it right before we started doing this, and it's hype. Uh, basically, Shang Tsung, he, he's not the old man that they showed at C2E2. He's actually the young version. I'm pretty sure you'll probably be able to have the chance to do the old one if you like it. But uh, it's him, but younger. It's weird. Um, he looks the, he's, this is the coolest Shang Tsung's ever looked. Um, he, one, of his, well, the, one of the most surprising things about him is that uh, Shang Tsung's whole gimmick back in the day was that he would copy most of the fighters, but it seems like initially that he's going to be using some of the old school MK ninjas. So they show rain, they show smoke, they show reptile, they show Armac. He's not like transforming them fully, but he's basically doing a move. Um, and also Sub-Zero and Scorpion, he can turn into them too, as well as Noob Saibot. Uh, but also it looks like you can also transform into the other character. My guessing is that's going to be like a thing you can equip, a move. Like you can either have the MK Ninja set or you can have the I Will Have Your Soul set, as I'm calling it now. Uh, they didn't really show too much of his costumes. Interesting. I think it's pretty much the same one with like a slight difference. Um, it looks like a callback to like MK... Nine a little bit with the with the pauldrons, uh, a little bit of MK two dash with the yellows and the and the gold, the yellows and the blacks. Um, it looks great. He looks great. I didn't think I would ever get excited for Shang Tsung because he was boring as hell. You know, he's just the old old man guy who got his ass kicked in Mortal Kombat one and became a lackey in two. Um, but he looks gay. And Terry Degawa for being like what he has to be what 70, 80 years old at this point, maybe older. Um, his he still sounds great, and he still has that intimidating factor that he had in Mortal Kombat 1 when he says, your soul is mine. It's just great. Um, but on top of that, they uh, also announced that uh, Nightwolf, Sindel, Spawn, and I think and there was one more character I'm forgetting. I oh, they're including Shang Tsung in that. Yeah, and Shang Tsung. And, uh, well, I was talking about the characters that were also announced. Nightwolf, Sindel, and Spawn will also be joining in the first combat pack. So the two of them kind two, of... They just they said, and two more. And two more. Yeah, I was getting to that. Yeah, um, yeah so yeah. So they basically confirmed Spawn and then two hidden characters, which, depending on the leaks, you may already mean... We may or may not already know them. Uh, but uh, let's not focus on those two for now. Let's focus on the fact that uh, Shanks looks great. The MK Ninja stuff is really awesome. Uh, even though I wish they were playable... Because this probably deconfirms them from being playable in Mortal Kombat 11, at least initially. Who knows? Maybe like two or three years down the road, they release the Ninja Pack or something. Who knows? We'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm excited for Spawn. That's as, as soon as I saw Spawn's name, that's all I cared about. Uh, uh, but any any thoughts you have, Justin? Before I keep going on, don't stop myself. Uh, no. The only thing that bothers me is like you know we talked about during our watch-alongs that Nightwolf was kind of a sucky character. So his inclusion or DLC, unless they make him awesome, they might. Everybody in this MK has been badass. <laughs> and they made Shang Sun. I don't know. Not, Wolf still kind of sucks. Who? He's also bottom tier. Well, I'm talking. Well, like he still looks cool. So they'll probably like be. Fu- he's still fun, annoying, but fun. I hate his his flash moves. Yeah, nobody nobody likes that shit unless you're a Cabal main. Yeah, it's so annoying. But I'm excited to see what they're going to do with Sindel because, like. She's always kind of been the same, 
but she has such cool potential. Yeah. So I think that's who I'm I'm most happy for because like, like I said I'm, I'm almost certain the, the leak is real now, and of that leak like the actual you know Mortal Kombat characters that were included in it, Sindel was the only one I was like oh man that's cool, and even then like th- that wouldn't be my top choice but yeah I'm curious I just hope they like because they this mo- this game references the movie a lot or the original movie mm-hmm. I really hope that with Katana. They recreate the line from Mortal Kombat Annihilation. It's like, Mother, you're alive. Too bad you will die. I, w- I want Ed Boon. Please do it. I need it. I wouldn't gonna... be surprised. Oh, my God. Please, Ed Boon. I bought, I'm, and, like, for once, I'm actually glad I bought the premium pass just for Spawn. Like, I, I'm glad I spent $100 just for Spawn. See, that's – I think when, when the leak came out, I was like, uh, you'll be excited about at least one character. Is that the one? Yeah. Okay, I figured, I mean, it's fucking Spawn, the coolest character of early 90s comics, man. But it also feels like kind of a cop-out, because he was already in Soul Calibur. Sh- sure, whatever, Kratos was in Soul Calibur before he was in MK9, no matter. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, like, 15 years ago. True. Been wanting Spawn in Mortal Kombat for, like, a long time, my guy. He belongs here. Hopefully this, I hope this game, like, Sparks a resurgence for Spawn because there's that movie that's supposed to be coming out. Um, who knows? But I would love for like a new generation of Spawn fans uh, to come out because they're actually about to hit issue 300 of Spawn too. Yeah, so. that's what we Coincidence? need. A new yeah. generation of Spawn fans. Yes. Oh. So Spawn is so Spawn is such a cool character. So badass. Tom McFarlane, you're a fucking monster. But I'm gonna stop talking. Uh, one classic franchise to another. We have Ghostbusters video game remastered for 2019. Uh, have you guys played that game before? I didn't no, have friends, so no. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Um, if you go back now, you'll see it's obviously dated, but I, I think it's the best Ghostbusters game we'll ever get. I remember people being angry at the second one. That's all I really remember. It was like an isometric like dungeon crawler. Apparently it wasn't very good. Um, but yeah, this uh, Ghostbusters video game was aces it had the original cast um and you played as a new ghostbuster and uh like you're a rookie so they're teaching you the ropes and you go through some of the classic places like the hotel and the library and all that so it's really cool Um, and it's coming to everything too yeah ps4 xbox one switch and pc Uh, i'm getting i'll get it for switch if i can get enough people to play with it's just a one player game you don't play it's not co-op no what no. That's lame. How is it lame? It, it's four character, four of the characters. I understand. Like, that's... I figured there'd be a mode in there to, like, let me play as, like, with my friends, Ghostbusters, and that'd I'm be sick. I'm fairly certain it's just, like, uh... Um, that's, it was, like, a I budget, mean, like, single-player game. Okay, I mean, that's fine, because that means I can play it, but, like, that would be so awesome. Like, an actual good multiplayer Ghostbusters game. Ah. Um... I'm disappointed now. I'm surprised you thought there was multiplayer. It's, I thought it was. I figured, I figured it was. Maybe I was confusing for the second one. Maybe that's what it was. Well, speaking of multiplayer, let's move on into the online play for Super Mario Maker 2. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's. Ben, let's go. The fact that you were excited for multiplayer and being let down happened for me with Maker 2. Mario Maker 2. Um, yeah. Uh, so apparently you can't play with your friends. You can only play with your friends when they're at your house. Otherwise, you're going to be paired with randoms. And we all 
Well, because it'll affect the online leaderboards if you can play with friends. Womp womp. Just don't have those count towards the leaderboards. How about unranked? Ever heard of unranked? Right. It'll be patched. I guarantee it'll be patched. I hope that you will. can do it means it's not that hard to add. Hey, you can do it with friends un- unranked. Yeah. <sighs> it's not surprising. It's just disappointing. Yeah. Like I said, I, I fully believe that they will patch it. But the fact that it's made it this far, like that they've confirmed that it doesn't have that feature, means that someone pitched that idea, and they're like, no, we can't do that. I'm sorry. Because yeah. you would make it this far without thinking. People are going to want to play multiplayer online with their friends, right? Like Someone had to have thought that by and now. And the other person was like, don't we have an app for that? It's like, oh, mm, <laughs> it's not, not yet. Mm. Uh they have to put Good the option. Mario Maker 2 uh, part in there, because they only have Splatoon right now, I think, right? I mean, what, for the uh, for the online thing? For the online app. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I was, I don't, that's who used I used it once, it was, it was horrible. I don't even have it. Uh, um... Let's see. Next new story: uh, New Dark Siders will be uh, revealed revealed at E3. I didn't know if I wanted to lump this in the E3 news or like the E3 portion of our show or not, but it's here. Probably should have. Uh, <laughs> it was right in front of me. I had to, I had to say something. Um, yeah, New Dark Siders. I didn't get to play three. I still have it installed on my computer. I should probably check that out sometime. <laughs> uh, I would guess this isn't Dark Siders four though. Why would it's why probably either that? like a mobile title? Or some kind of spin-off or something, because it says it's taking it into a different... Uh, I lost it. I don't... I can't... Oh, it's <laughs> a franchise in a fresh direction. Okay. So it's got to be some kind of different genre or something like that. A mobile title, I think, would be a cop-out for like bragging about taking the franchise in a fresh direction, but... Considering Darksiders 3 just came out, it's at least some kind of like spinoff title or something. I guarantee. Um, my ever-lying optimism wants me to believe that it's the for the long fan pro- oh, 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 anticipated four-player co-op where you play all four horsemen to fight against the hordes of hell and Nevin. I don't see them doing that before Darksiders 4 though, because we don't have we haven't seen the fourth uh, horseman. Yeah, they could just... I don't know. Right, that's what I'm saying. Everlasting optimism. Yeah. I, I fully believe they would do that, but it would be after all four games, probably. Well, considering... Um, it, it, it just amazes me that considering after how bad the third one did, because I don't think it did well either critically or financially, that we're even considering another Darksiders game. Apparently, three met expectations. That was about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, critically, I know a lot of people... Low expectations because they're a drug front, so it doesn't matter how well the game sells. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that's so true. Um, <laughs> bring it to Switch, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Apex Legends revenue is down seventy four percent in two months. Well, uh, that I mean, that 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 fire burned off quick, didn't it? Or no, it it lasted quite a bit. Or am I misremembering things? No, it's pretty quick. Okay, it was pretty quick, but it's still There's doing okay. That's that's it. Like. You can't compete when there's that many games that everyone's wanting you to play all the time. That's true. Um, I just know that mo- like the the game pass that they came up with this wasn't very good. People weren't that excited yeah. about it, 
And any of the new content that was brought in was like very uh, underwhelming and not enough. So that's why people are like bouncing off. Um, yeah, one I, there was going to be like a bunch of new characters, and then season one had like one new character, and now they're talking about season two. That seems kind of weird. Mm. Yeah, it just seems like they don't know how to monetize properly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I know you guys aren't as excited about this as me, but Death Stranding trailer, guys. I'm excited. What are you talking about? I don't care. Let's see. Why I, I feel I kind of feel upset that you would include you would exclude me from the weirdness. I ex, I ex, I just lumped you in with Justin. That's all. That makes me sad. <laughs> this trailer is deliciously weird, and I love it. It's friggin' awesome and weird. Uh, it leaves a lot more questions, <laughs> which I'm super like. I'm glad that they leave more questions for you to answer when you play the game. Like, yeah. like answering everything out right. But it seems like you're playing like the son of like the president. Um. Norman Reedus' character. And you're trying to, like, explore and try and find, like, a way to have life on... It's basically Interstellar. This is, this is what this game is, is Interstellar. But instead of, instead of like, different planets and stuff and wormholes and that, it's different dimensions and, like, weird test tube babies. Weird, weird. Which they don't explain at all. It's kind of just there, and They're I hope bridge babies. Game... What do you? What, what more of an explanation do you need? Yeah, I, I hope the game doesn't like have. Well, knowing Kojima, there's going to be at least an hour and a half long cutscene explaining the origins of the Testy babies. But I hope there isn't, and it's just it's just part of the world. You just got to accept it, deal with it, sucker. Yeah, this is this is cool. <laughs> I might be if I buy. I'm hope maybe I'll buy a PS4 just to play this because yeah. I need my Kojima madness again. <laughs> You said that about like five games that you'll be on PS4 just for X game. He's I mean, that's on the, it's on the list. It's on the list. <laughs> you, you know what? You know what? You just made the list. <laughs> I was already on the list. Let's be honest. Uh, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, all right, so let's get on to their E3 stuff because I think everything else is E3 related. Um. Where should we start? Uh, let's just start with EA. Uh, let's go like in order of the press conferences from last year. So we'll start with EA. Um, they essentially just came out and said what they were going to have there. Like, there's no real surprises to be made there. Uh, they're going to have a bunch of sports crap. Uh, um, they have the Jedi Fallen Order, order, which is probably the most exciting thing. For That's me. the only thing I care about. Yeah, that's really the only thing I actually care about. They have Apex Legends, Battlefield Five, and Sims Four there too. Um, they had something for the Sims Four, like that game is still happening, I guess. Of course, Sims Four is a huge game. Yeah, but there's still features missing that were in Sims Three, so I don't care. <laughs> um, I'm just hoping to see some uh, gameplay for uh, Fallen Order. I've been playing yeah. a lot of um, Jedi Knight Two, Jedi Outcast. And that's still mm. my favorite Star Wars game. Uh, <laughs> they said it's going to be the first like gameplay reveal. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Um, apparently there's like a need for speed is going to be at this, uh, is at E3, but not at their conference. Which is weird. No, I mean, there's a new Need for Speed game coming out later this year, okay. but it's not going to be at E3. Oh, okay. It's not ready to show off. Yeah, but it's coming out later this year, so... It's for their 30th anniversary, so you'd think it would be a big deal. They're trying to hide the microtransactions. Probably. Which, by the way, I think they, they're 
passing that law now for the the microtransactions. I can't That's why they're trying to put it in there so that way they they it's like oh, it was in before we can we can't do anything about it because Congress doesn't know anything about technology. I don't know. Microtransactions ruined the last Need for Speed game. I really wanted to like it, but actually doing anything with your cars is such a chore. I just I didn't care. So. Um. Do you guys have anything else to say about EA? Oh, dude. I didn't, I didn't know this. I don't care about sports or anything. But it says that the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, will be on uh, the cover of Madden NFL 20. That scares me. That's awesome. Not, not that the fact he's on there, but the fact that it says Madden 20. Oh, yeah, true. That the time, time is coming. Oh, and like, that, that's our guy. Like He is the, the biggest, like, are you, you know, very known sports guy right now. Yeah. Can I ask you something, Justin? Are you aware of the Madden curse? Uh, oh, is there something where like everyone that's on the cover like does terribly or something? They get severely injured or they do terribly. They have a terrible season. So yeah, I mean you don't care about football, but like just just wanted to bring it up for anybody who likes football. Uh, I just think it's cool. I only know oh, him because, cool. Mark, because he's like he's uh, been a, a promotional thing for us before. But. Yeah, I mean it's you know it's not like the, the city of Kansas really only has the state of Kansas rather really only has its sports teams to fall back on. Uh, that's Kansas City, Missouri, bro. I forgot there's two. That's so. I hate the fucking U.S. <laughs> Kansas gets nothing. No, they got the Jayhawks. College basketball, they're good. Yeah, that's nothing. More hype than the Chiefs game. The Jayhawks are garbage. Okay. Some Jayhawks fans going to come and attack you. I don't know right, when you're at work. Garbage. <laughs> Bring it on, garbage. God damn. Kick you to the curb. Hey, he keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> Local government murdered Blur to lead. Nothing but found with blue feathers around him. More than eleven. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think the only thing I would like to see from this is anthem updates. But ooh, ooh, I don't know about anthem anymore. <laughs> After the last update, <laughs> the new hotness is, is is officially the old hotness. It's not even hotness anymore. It's a hot something. It was only the new hotness before it actually came out. Um, speaking of about hotnesses, Bethesda, with their hot mess, um, apparently the only thing that's been confirmed so far is Doom Eternal is going to be there. Show me Switch gameplay, please. There's been more stuff not confirmed than confirmed by them. Yeah, because they pretty much said they're not going to show Elder Scrolls, they're not going to show Starfield, Yeah, which, you know, it's Bethesda. I, I personally want it to be 30 minutes of Todd Howard going, look, I'm sorry. For Fallout seventy six, <laughs> I just just over and over again because that's all that. They're not going to mention Fallout seventy six. They should. They should apologize, but they won't. Todd Howard will make a joke about Fallout seventy six because he's very self aware. I hope he gets booed for it. Honestly, if he does, I hope he gets booed. Mm, I think they'll I probably have uh, some Wolfenstein Youngblood there because that's supposed to come out oh, this year. Yeah. They'll announce another port for Switch, probably. Yeah. What? Well, what? What else? The... <laughs> Skyrim Two. I just see another year where Nintendo probably is an appearance at every conference, because that's been pretty regular with their third-party yeah. uh, stuff. That's what I'm saying. I hope they show Doom Eternal for Switch footage. That would probably be in Nintendo's conference. I'm saying Bethesda would announce another, like a, a new deal with. Hmm. Well, I wonder what it could be. I don't know. Well, Youngblood's going, but that's not new. Yeah, I mean, that, we knew about that. Um, Fallout 4? 
Fallout. Four. I'd rather Fallout, probably Fallout 3 and 4, like a collection pack. Well, if they do, because there was rumors that they were going to be doing a Fallout 3, like, you know, HD remaster, yeah. that could go to Switch. Yeah, that could do it. it. Could go to all consoles, I mean, of, of course. But but otherwise, I think it'd be Fallout 4. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what else they'll have. A lot of apolog, well, no apologizing, but a lot of me thinking Saints. If Starfield is isn't there, then uh, the new Elder Scrolls wouldn't be there either. No. Um, unless you guys have anything else to say about that, we'll move on. Nope. They didn't say anything, so why should we? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. We got Microsoft. Uh, so they got a lot of stuff coming. They got Gears yeah, they're Five. Gonna, they're going to take home the show by default. <laughs> Uh, they got Gears 5, uh, the PC Game Pass was just announced, and they're going to probably say that it's going to be available during their conference. Um, Halo Infinite's going to be there. Probably the, only... They said uh, Halo Master Collection for PC, right? Like Yeah, that, that's confirmed. They'll probably show off Reach, because they're doing them in yeah. um, canonical order. <laughs> um, that's weird. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. weird. Uh, so we'll probably have another Forza this year is Motorsport, so... The... My secret hope is that they show off a new Killer Instinct game, but that's just a long reach of probably not gonna happen. No one wants that. Um... Will you... <laughs> I don't crush your dreams, damn it! Yeah, you do. They no, announced I... they're gonna have 17 console exclusives, or first-party titles, at E3. Ben, stop you... being hyped for Killer Instinct and get hyped for Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I also, I'm high for the <laughs> I guarantee you that game's coming to Switch. That's why it's been delayed so long, because they're co-developing for it. I guarantee it. It's the only reason why that game should be, should be taking this long. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if Xbox Game Pass is coming to Switch. So then it would it would still... Yeah, for real. Um, I'm, I honestly, I don't think Xbox is going to make another console. But they don't need to. I think they're going to make another console, like another box, you know? I think they'll make a streaming box. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to make make a PS5 competitor. Well, they had the they had the two consoles already like announced, like not like confirmed, but they're out there. There's the streaming box and the um, the more beefier version of that. Yeah, but they're still. I thought they were both just like you know, kind of uh, cloud cloud gaming streaming boxes, like the Google Stadia thing is doing. PS5 is going to be like an actual you know, like next gen console, and I feel like it's going to be on its own. I don't think so. I think it's not competing. And Xbox seems to be playing its own game now of multiplat. Yeah, um, I, th- I think they're going to have their own console still because it's, yeah. it's just it's just a, it's just another thing. It's like a Roku box or like a Fire TV. It's like it's not going to be a console in the way that we used to think of them. Or is yeah. Sony has well, them? They're not going to have like an exclusivity deal. Like you know, they kept fighting for like the the Tomb Raider exclusivity and things like that. I think they're just going to have a box that you can play their games on if you don't have a good enough computer or whatever. But then you can also play their games on your PC, you know, through the Microsoft Store, through Steam, through whatever. Um, maybe even make a deal with mobile and Switch and stuff like that where you can play the Game Pass on those things. Like, it's just their box is another way to play. It's yeah. not like there's exclusive things. They want like- you to buy their software. We, we don't care where you play it. Right. Because at the end of the day, Microsoft owns Windows. So that is their box, too. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Um, let's see what else is here. So, uh, yeah, I thought they're going to probably tease new consoles. Um, uh, what else? 
Cyberpunk 70, uh, 2077 might be show up there. Because I think hmm. they were there last year, right? They closed off with that. I think so. Yeah, that was actually a pretty substantial video for it. Um, apparently, there's a rumor that the George R. R. Martin game is going to be at the Microsoft press conference. Um, mm-hmm. And Ninja Theory, the, they bought uh, last year. Apparently, they have a sci-fi game called Bleeding Edge. So that might show up. It's a badass name. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if these rumors come to light. Um, Dying Light 2 might show up. There's some gameplay. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> that, that was like two or three years ago, wasn't it? I think that was last year. Really? I think wow. so. Wow. We haven't heard about it since it was announced, so I just I guess I forget how long it's been. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that looks pretty good. Uh, new Fable game is more than likely, because there's been some rumors about New Fable. Go ahead. I said that that would be cool. Yeah. Um, so that's that's all I have written down here. Yeah, and we already mentioned Ori. I really want an update on that and for them to announce it for both. Like, it's probably coming out this year. I hope so, and hopefully for Switch, because that that I, game that game can totally run on Switch. Oh yeah, or they would port Ori the Blind Forest and then say, you know, because I don't I don't know if the Will of the Wisps is ready, but then they would say when it comes out, it'll be available day and date on the Switch. Yeah, I hope so. That but game I just hope on the there's seventeen like console exclusives or whatever first party titles aren't, like, mostly indies. Like, I hope they're actually including, like, big titles in there. Yeah. Because they've done that before. They've said, like, we're going to have, like, you know, over 50 games announced, and then, like, 20 of them are an indie reel that, like, yeah. each one gets 30 seconds of, of screen time. Which I, I'm in favor of, but it's, like, I, I get that, you know? Uh, well, I'm great. Like, it's great that they have those, but that shouldn't be the thing you're, like, hyping up your number with. And you actually have, like, two games that people care about. And then it's only cinematic trailers for those. Yeah. Come on, give me Killer Instinct, baby. Let's go. I need a new game. And then uh, next up, we have Sony. Oh, wait. Oh. Oh, well, they're the bad guys now, anyways. Nobody wants to hear from them, anyways. I forgot they're not going to be there. They're not going to be there. It's so weird. Good. We're coasting. We're not going to get any esoteric guitar playing. Well, I think they're going to be on the show floor, but just not, like, have a conference. Yeah, that makes sense. Those are expensive. I'll I'll give them credit for that. But just do a Nintendo. Have a state of play, you know? (laughs) Possibly. It might do that. I don't have anything to show. I mean, a lot of their big games... I mean, the only thing I can can show off that's theirs is The Last of Us 2. That's it. And The Ghost of Tsushima. That's you. I forgot about that. Didn't they announce that Final Fantasy VII Remake is going to be at E3? But that would be Square Enix. I think that's yeah, Square Enix, but that's not yeah. Sony exclusive. That's coming to other consoles. I think is it's it? just PS4. Maybe there's been rumors of when, a PC, but that's not. When when and this is this is from how much I remember when that was first when it was first revealed. It said available first on PS4. It's not good. It's I guarantee you it's going to come to whatever Xbox is and PC more than likely. Kind of like what Nier did. More than likely, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it would make sense for so if Sony was going to be there to do a Final Fantasy VII thing, uh, but uh, consider I don't consider not there. Square's got that shenanigans. You know what, guys? I just remembered that they announced the Shenmue Three like Kickstarter on their stage. The same, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the same thing with the Final Fantasy VII. Three? Yeah, yeah. Don't you remember? It was the same year oh, they announced Final Fantasy VII, the greatest E three of all time. <laughs> oh man. Um, so yeah, one of them coming out this year. Let's move on to um, Nintendo next. 
So, Animal Crossing, going to be there. For sure. Uh, Pokemon stuff. For sure. Uh, well, no. Oh, is this our prediction, or are we just doing news? Um, yeah. I'm just running down what's been, like, com- like more or less confirmed that's going to gotcha. be Because there's no, like, news about Nintendo, so I didn't Oh, you're doing predictions. Oops. Yeah. Um, Luigi Mansion 3 and Fire Emblem 3 Houses are probably going to be there as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm expecting M- Metroid Prime Trilogy to show up. It better. Really? I mean, oh, okay. I was. I'm, I heard four. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's my my like. While we're here, I'll just go ahead and share a prediction. Um, my prediction is we're going to get a first like cinematic trailer of Metroid Prime Four. Just kind of like, obviously the game isn't that far in development, but they did have the engine and stuff built, like the previous people. Yeah. So not building the game inside of that engine. So I think they can show like some atmosphere, kind of what the graphics are going to look like. Play the Metroid but... melody. Not show any like actual gameplay because it would probably be too unpolished. Yeah. Uh, so we'll probably get a cinematic trailer, um, and then like a you know maybe a loose twenty twenty release date or something, um, if that. Um, and then they would kind of pull a bayonetta three where they go and just hide you over until then, and then move into the Metroid Prime trilogy trailer and say, and then- you know, either twenty nineteen or twenty twenty, like. I can honestly, at this point, I can see it being moved to like spring or when you know, like early twenty twenty, like January February for the trilogy. For the trilogy, yeah. My hope is that considering we've apparently this has been like it's been ready for so long, uh, rumor wise at least. I'm hoping they go and it's at it's the thing that closes out their direct and they say and it's available right now. Is that be hard too? But at this point, I feel like it wouldn't be a very big moment. But I feel like they're going to do that with Cadence Viral. It's too close for uh, Mario Maker 2. Yeah, exactly. That's why I don't think we'll get a big game like that. But Cadence of Hyrule, that's a smaller indie, but it's a Zelda branding. And it just has a loose June date right now. So they could say it's available right now. That's, yeah, I can see that. It won't get in the way of uh, Mario Maker. But Metroid Prime, I think, would be a good like fall title or like early, like late, early to late winter title. Yeah. And since we've already got Pokemon coming, like, November, I don't see us getting something like that in December. We so could. I, I mean, it's two, it's two different audiences. Yeah, maybe. But I definitely believe we're going to get an announcement. I just don't think it's going to be available at that time. Actually, you know what? Download it, like, immediately. Yeah, but, you might be right, because Animal Crossing will probably come out around the same time as Pokemon. Right. I think and that'll then, be in December. Yeah, those yeah. are both this year, right? We don't know about we just don't, yeah it should be we just don't know a day for Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is definitely going to be the game that they focus on mm-hmm. because we don't know anything about it mm-hmm. and it comes out this year apparently so they're going to devote a lot of E3 time to it yeah uh, but they're going to have at least one surprise. I Come on, show me Golden Sun Remaster. Let's go. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen um, every year. Every year, I love it, but it's not going to happen. I can, yeah, but, I'm, not like, have it. I'm just saying, I'm hoping. Yeah, if. Metroid Prime Trilogy is the only surprise we get. I'll be a little disappointed. <laughs> Hold on, Sun Remaster. Let's go. Yeah, um, that's that's my Nintendo prediction. Is right. a Metroid Prime Four cinematic trailer with a Metroid Prime Trilogy release afterwards. My prediction is Bayonetta Three gets a solid release date for 2020. Oh, for sure. That uh, that seems yeah. All right, so I'm expecting uh, an indie show, sizzle reel. You know, like here's some indies oh. that were on the PC. Now they're here. Mm-hmm. Um, or new, new, new indies. And then we're also, I'm expecting 40 minutes of Smash Ultimate updates. Uh, just like last <laughs> <laughs> um, 
we'll probably we'll get the next character reveal then. Yeah. It's it, it, at least a tease. They still have, what, three characters to announce before February or to release before February 2020. Yeah. So we'll probably get like a, a maybe not a release date considering how they handle a Joker between that long drought. Uh, um, but we'll definitely get a hint. Got to start pushing it. Yeah. Unless the last character comes out February 2020, they have like at least two characters put out just this year. We'll see. Please let it be Chun Li. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see. No, they said they're all uh, unrepresented characters. Oh, okay. So there's um, not going to be any Street Fighter. Um, I would I would love to see them just like come out. Have they done gameplay footage of Luigi's Mansion Three? Or I don't they think just so. I think it's just a screen. Just like, yeah. we'll probably get that. I'd imagine we would get that. I like to see I mean, them just. I'm sure the trailer we got was using gameplay footage. Like that's what the game probably looks like, but it was not like actual gameplay footage. Mm. I like to see them come out and just address the Mario Maker issue and just be like, yes, you can play with your friends. <laughs> but I, I don't think that's going to happen. They could come out and like have like Miyamoto or whatever, step on stage like uh, holding the Joy-Cons and then like turn around and start playing and like he's got a headset on and he's like, uh, like Bill, you there? And like Bill Trennan pops in from, from Washington and like is playing Mario Maker 2 with Miyamoto on stage. Like that would actually be a really cool moment. And they're like, you know, we've heard you. It's fixed. Enjoy. <laughs> they won't address it. It's Nintendo. They won't address that. Yeah. Not on stage. That's just Probably. my hope. Um, they also said no new hardware because remember all that um, rumors yeah. about hardware. So they're not going to show any new That's hardware. Counterpoint. They said there's no new handhelds coming a week before they announced the DS at E3. Need kick ass. Take no new hardware coming. That's all I have to say about that. I hope announce. I don't announce new hardware. Announce better Joy Cons with better analog sticks that don't drift. Well, that'll come with the new hardware, but you can also buy them separately because they work with all the systems. True. It'll be like a Joy Con Plus or something with the Switch Pro. Pro Plus yeah, it's backwards compatible, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we we'll move on to Ubisoft. Um, I don't think there's anything confirmed for Ubisoft yet. I'm not sure. I didn't there see was anything. a leak of this Ubisoft Pass thing that's like probably a, a subscription service, but it's just a leaked image. There's not really any information. Um, maybe we'll see something on Beyond Good and Evil too. Oh yeah, we haven't heard anything on it since the controversial revealing of it last year. No, there's been some like developer videos on it. Oh, okay. Um, just like kind of explaining what the game is, and like I think there was something like a weird thing that Joseph Gordon-Levitt was doing to like uh, try to get people's that was revealed uh, last year. You can oh, upload, was it? yeah, you can upload your like your artwork, your music to the game, and it has. Oh yeah, speak. that's right. Okay, because yeah. yeah, there was like issues with that where it's like, are we paid for it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, there was some stuff since then. Like there was actual gameplay footage and like a, oh, okay. like a little developer conference uh, video thing. It had like the ships flying around, like you you know docking up to a, a planet and like hopping out and some combat and stuff. It looked pretty good. Yeah. Maybe um, a Nintendo Switch IP or another crossover with another Mario with another Nintendo franchise. Give me a Star Fox Adventure sequel, cowards. <laughs> that ain't happening. Uh, okay, so I think there's going to be the uh, New Ghost Recon is going to be there, because they announced that earlier and just showed more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, probably some Watch Dogs, Watch Dogs 3, maybe. It's been a while. Yeah. 
Yeah, there was a there was like a leak about that a while back. It's like a Watchdogs in London. Yeah. So that's probably what they would be revealing. Um, there was actually an unconfirmed leak from them uh, for a roller derby game called Roller Champions. That sounds cool. And it looks like Fortnite, but it has Rocket League mechanics. Oh, <laughs> I was disappointed. I thought it was going to be a, a tie-in of the Rollerball movie from the early 2000s. Wow, surprised you remember that. I own that movie. So do Why? I. It's great. God, I got it for a gift for Christmas, and the thing I remember the most is the cars. They're Dodge Vipers, and they were like the oh. coolest cars at the time. I bought it unironically. Oh. With my own money when I was a child. <laughs> a teen. A youngin. Um, I love young... skating. It was like hardcore skating. It was whatever. Uh, young <laughs> um, apparently there's three unannounced titles getting announced. Um, I read that from another, like, you know, leak. Um, and another thing I just wanted to point out was that apparently the Simpsons are going to be at E3. Yeah, yeah. the voice actors. That's weird. And it's weird. And I'm just thinking, like, maybe, like, Ubisoft will make a game with them. Because they've made South Park games and other stuff. Use that same engine and make a Simpsons game. That would work. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if they're... That's my bold prediction, is that they're making a Simpsons game. Uh, I believe that. I don't like The Simpsons, but I actually like a few of The Simpsons games. Um, so we'll move on to Square Enix before Justin kills me more, uh, with his <laughs> terrible <How> taste. Um, <laughs> uh, so Square Enix, uh, Final Fantasy VII demo, and that's, a, that's, a, I think that's all that we really know is Final Fantasy VII. Um, Show us Tifa. Show us Tifa. You know about Marvel's Avengers being revealed. Oh yeah, that's right. We do have that new It'll story. probably be a cinematic cutscene. No, they said gameplay reveal. Did they say gameplay reveal? Oh, okay. I'm almost certain they said gameplay reveal. Let me double check that. Oh, hey, here's that rollerball game. <laughs> uh, oh, it just says worldwide reveal. So it could just be a cinematic cutscene. Da-da-da. I just hope it doesn't like make people go, oh, fuck Ultimate Alliance, then. I'm waiting for this. I <sighs> Honestly, it sounds like it's kind of similar. Like, people are... are calling it the uh, Marvel Destiny, which I hate. Oh, that kind of... Oh. It sounds like what I've read about like from the uh, the description of the panel, um, or the, I guess a leak of what the gameplay is. Um, it's got four-player co-op, or you can play it single-player. And you each play a different hero, you know, whatever Avengers characters there are in it. Uh, there's character customization, like as far as the costumes and stuff. Um, there's like upgrade trees for the uh, the power sets, um, and you basically team up and go on missions like you know with friends or alone, um, and use your power set. So it might be a uh, service elements, like a live service game potentially. Yeah, that disappoints me. Yeah, but also like it kind of sounds like MMO without the dumb MMO elements. I guess I just type stuff, and I'm good with that as long as it plays well. Yeah. Thankfully, I have Ultimate Alliance 3 coming out, so I'll get my VAT fixed that way then. Yeah, I am excited for that still, but I do want to see what this is. Like, I've waited a long time, and I honestly was wondering if they just kind of silently canceled it. So the fact that we got a logo and an official, like, worldwide reveal announcement makes me really hyped for 
uh, Square's conference in a way that I wasn't before. Yeah, they and the, just the power of Final Fantasy VII and Avengers. What what a shock! The power. Hopefully, they show off like some other like RPG stuff. You know, like some of like because uh, there's actually a trademark. I don't know if you saw this, Justin, but it was on Twitter. Some that Square Enix trademarked um, the uh, Secret of Mana collection for Europe. Yeah, I did. The collection of mana is what it's called. So maybe we'll finally get that shit over here. As long as it has Legend of Mana in it, I'm on board. Because that game is hard to find. Like, I had it on PlayStation 1, but I sold it when I sold my PS1. So now, like, it's pretty much only on, I think, the PS3, uh, PSN. Otherwise, like, you have to buy a PS1 version, and that sucks. Um, but I love that game. And I tried to emulate it. It didn't, it didn't play well. Um, but PS1 emulation is kind of rough anyway. Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. I also, like, there... I think it'd probably be at Nintendo's conference. But a while back, there was, like, rumors about a new Bravely Default game. Right, 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 yeah. Um, so I could see that coming to Switch, which would be really cool. I think they could do a lot with that art style on the Switch. Oh, they Considering Octopath 2 may not be a Switch exclusive, we could see, like, a hint of that here. That's true. I still really want, like, I've seen some proof of concepts that fans have made. I still really want a Final Fantasy VI remake in that style. Same here. That that could actually like make 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 a break. That could help their conference a lot if they right. tease that. I don't think they would with Final Fantasy VII already, you know, being remade. Mm-hmm. They probably need to stagger those. But I, I, think, you, I think you could. It's it's different audiences. I, I think you could. I mean, Final Fantasy VII is probably still, like, three years out. So I guess, yeah, they could do it. I mean, you have, like, Seven's going to appeal to more, like, the action-adventure action adventure kind of person who may not be classic. But, like, the Octopath with Final Fantasy VI remake, you uh, you call back to people who are grew up playing that stuff or people the newer generation who grew up who, like, like it too. Yeah, it would definitely have that more traditional, like, actual Final Fantasy VI battle system. Whereas Final Fantasy VII is bastardizing what it what people loved about it. So. I can I can only imagine like hearing some of those themes with the Octopath music. Oh, it just makes me just like just the idea of it is just so enticing. Have you seen that video though of the the intro with the Magitek armor? I, I've seen it. It's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. Because I love that intro anyway. It's so, it's so cool. good. In the the snowy landscape. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Oh, music. I'll, I'll just start up. Yeah. I just start off Final Fantasy VI like every once in a while just to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm expecting the next Yoko Taro game. Another, maybe another Nier, maybe something entirely oh, yeah. new. Nier comes to Switch. They could announce that here. I would, I would. Yeah, that's how Nintendo would get into the Square Enix conference. That's true. I would, I would so buy Nier for the Switch. Oh my god, I do all the scenarios. Um, I think that's that's everything. I don't have anything else. Is that all our predictions? Was there anything that didn't get covered? Because I, for- I had some Sony predictions, and I forgot they're not going to be there. <laughs> I mean, you can talk about Sony. Like, I said, that maybe, like, Ghost of Tsushima will show up somewhere. Well, no. Like, my prediction was that they'll show, um, like, PS5 game coverage without actually announcing that the PS5 is a thing. <laughs> like, they'll do, like, a tech demo or something. But if they're not going to be on stage... already? Like, a little with, like, the load time stuff? No, I mean, like, showing what, like, you can do with that power. Uh-huh. The new power. Like... I think a few years ago they showed like a um it might have been a square conference when they first made their luminous engine they showed off like it wasn't an actual game but they showed like a cinematic trailer for you know what they could do with their engine and how pretty it looked 
Um, and I think that was before the PS4 was out. See, in the PS4, you can only see this man's bare ass. But with the PS5, you can see all the wrinkles on his bare ass. <laughs> there was something I saw that was like a, like a hair demo. Um, I don't know if it was like a next-gen thing or whatever. It might have just been like a graphics card demo. But it was like super realistic flowing hair. It was insane. Yeah. <laughs> and like they would color dynamically and like all kinds of stuff. Uh, but I'd love to see something like that. But that would be a, a Sony thing, and they're not there. So, yep. Um, that's all we have, folks. All of our predictions. I'm excited for you three this year. Me too. I think it's gonna be a good one. I'm not as much, but like just the just 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 because some of the stuff that I'm looking forward to isn't gonna be there. But just the just like with every just like Christmas, like it might be under there. It could be under there. And then, you know, you just got to learn not to get disappointed when Golden Sun Remastered doesn't get announced for the fifth year in a row. I just get exciting, like, I get excited sharing E3 with you guys, you know? Yeah. That's almost how we drunk together. It's, a, it's an experience. Absolutely. Um, we'll do, um, you know, all the coverage for the for the shows. Uh, we got to work out which ones we can do live, like live stream over. Yeah. Um, I probably won't be there for all of them, just spoiler. Yeah, I don't care about everything. For sure. Same here. Um... Yeah, we'll work that out off the air. Uh, we'll tweet something out and uh, let you guys know. So until then, Justin, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter, YouTube. Uh, well, yeah, I guess those two as uh, if you look up ZeroScore. Um, I am on Twitch at ZeroScore Gaming. Um, I realize I've just been saying you can search for ZeroScore, but that doesn't work on Twitch. So yeah, ZeroScore Gaming. It doesn't? No, because like there's, I mean, if you just look up zero score, it's gonna find the channel for zero score, which I don't know what that is. Oh. Uh, you have to type in zero score gaming specifically to get to me. That's weird. Whereas like on Twitter and YouTube, I think if you look up zero score, like I'm one of the first choices at least because I'm the most active. Um, but Twitch is very specific. You have to search for exactly what you're looking for. That like for example, I forget exist. that. It, huh? That channel does not exist. Why don't I have zero score then? Fight for it. I swear it, it wasn't there when I when I joined. Apparently, apparently whoever made it, that uh, they closed the account. So. Ah man, whatever. It's fine. I already have like a decent amount of followers. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Iggy, when I try to find you on Twitch, like I forget that you're not under like Iggy or any variation thereof. So like that's your display name, I think. Iggy two eight one four. But yeah, you would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. When I just try to search for Iggy, you're not there. Like, there's enough other people that it doesn't find you. Well, so I'm not irrelevant on Twitch, so that's probably why. It probably doesn't. I know, but I'm just saying, like, as an example, like, you have to be very specific about what you type into Twitch. So weird. That's weird. Yeah. Anyway, I stream on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central Time, so check that out. We'll be doing some more Mario RPG next week. Um, YouTube, I've kind of been in a rut, so I haven't really done anything with that. So I'll just promote Twitch for the meantime. I'm hoping it gets my creativity going again, you know? Ben. Uh, Twitter.com slash Marvelous Iggy, where you can follow me for all sorts of anime titties, giant monster battles, and self-deprecating feelings. Um, <laughs> no YouTube stuff for me, because, uh, well, not I guess similar to Justin, where it's just like, I could do stuff. I've thought about doing rambles, like stupid, like basic shit, like, like so lazy that I could do it in 10 minutes. But it's just like, finding that energy, man, you know? It's just like, I don't make money off this, why do it, you know? Right. You have to have passion or else there's no reason. Yeah. I've thought about doing like, I've had like five different ramble videos that I've recorded that I just, uh, what do I say? Uh, Fuck it, whatever. I'll do it later. 
Um, so yeah, but if, yeah, if you want to follow me for just random stuff again, anime titties. I retweet a lot of art, a lot of pretty art too. So if you like that, um, monsters and occasional wrestling. Actually, wrestling probably not so much anymore. But yeah, just at Marvelous Siggy to be part of the Marvelous Army. Why did I say that? Oh no! All right, fam, let's join the Marvelous Army. Oh. Smash that like button, bras. Enlist today. Oh. All right, you can find me, your host Thomas, on Twitter, CSG Thomas. You can also check us out here at charshot.com for audio, video, and written content. Uh, check us out at Spotify. I, I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, we're, on, we're on Spotify. Check us out there. Uh, you can review us for on iTunes. Stitcher, all the places you get your podcasts. You can email me, thomas at charship.com. And my Twitch is also Kane Play Stuff. I play Destiny 2 mostly. New content coming soon. Also Star Wars games. Also Star Wars games. I'm probably going to, after Jedi Knight 2, I'll probably go back to Dark Forces 1. Hmm. So, until then, guys, enjoy your games. See you at E3. You know, I just realized... 